In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you the four horsemen that will destroy your relationship. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 68 of the Journey to Marriage show. This is Rafi, and today I'm going to be talking about the four horsemen that will destroy your relationship if you don't have them in under control and you don't know how to identify them. And this is a concept that I'm learning right now in a book that I've been reading called The Seven Principles of for Making Marriage Work by Dr. John Gottman. And I wish I would have read this book early on in my past relationship, just like learning about relationship and healthy healthy ways of dealing with things. Because in the, my past relationships, I was terrible at resolving conflict and managing conflict. And it, was just, it wasn't just me, but it was on her end as well. I remember like, it's really crazy to be able to reflect now in the past being able to see my relationship in a more objective sense rather than being so emotionally invested in it because I did not realize that this was really happening in my relationship until I got out of it and I started reflecting on what we were doing, how we were communicating, so on and so forth. But I wanted to share a, 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 one example in my past relationship because I was in a long distance relationship and a lot of the communication that we had to do was through our phone. And I'm sure all of you who are in a long distance relationship that after a long days of work, you just want to sit down, you want to relax, you want to talk to your partner and to share with them your joys, your challenges, everything about the everything about the day and just asking for support, especially if you have a bad day and I knew in this point in my life, I was having stressful days at work, and all I really wanted to do is just talk to my partner. I will always look forward to that. But what ended up happening was the complete opposite. So I would hear, I would like share, start sharing my feelings and what was going on, and all of a sudden, like I would hear like this harsh criticism. Um, after having a long day at work, something that I didn't want to hear, something that wasn't even relevant to the topic that we were talking about, which then would lead to like the name calling and then the defensiveness. Like really, I, I was not open to hearing her position. We were not open. To, he, she wasn't open to hearing my position because it just didn't make sense. I'm like, why are you bringing this up right now? because it's not relevant to this conversation. And that just ends up, like this whole cycle ends up with me hanging up the phone and just avoiding the problem. And it, it's, it's ridiculous because 
um, this is a cycle that we've we we've been going through for many years, to be honest. But we were so emotionally attached that after something like this would were to happen, we would just make up and we would continue to live out our relationship. But long story short, that perpetual cycle of this happening constantly um, on a frequent basis killed our relationship. But when I met Sarah, I wanted to find a smarter way of resolving conflict if we end up in it. Because yes, we're bound to end up in conflict. It's natural part of a relationship. It's the way that makes us grow, the way that makes us stronger if we do it in a more productive way. But if I continue to have these types of habits in my ways of dealing with Sarah and our conflict, we would not be upholding each other's dignity. And we would fall into the same vicious cycle that that we felt, that I felt in my past relationships. And when I read this book, The Seven Principles of Making Marriage Work by Dr. John Gottman, he talks about the concept of the four horsemen of apocalypse. And these are the four horsemen that typically destroy marriages. And it happens in this order. So the first horseman would be criticism. This is when your your partner or you tend to start the conversation and it's called like a harsh startup where you, you end up just criticizing them or you're saying something with absolutes. Like you always dot, dot, dot. You never dot, dot, dot. Like what's wrong with you? These are, these are the, the lines that cause that criticism, that cause that harsh startup when you're, when you're communicating with your partner. And then that would lead to contempt. So contempt, if you don't know what that is, that is when you start to name call. That's when you start to mock your partner. That's when either of you have like the sense of superiority over each other and you have like the hostile humor. Um, And what that leads to, the contempt, when you start to get into this cycle, it typically leads to starting to defend yourselves. When you start to be in a victim stance, like the problem isn't me, it's you. Like, why are you picking on me? Like, you should, you do this, you do that. Um, Always using you statements and defending your ego and your pride from ever wanting to understand your partner and listen to them. And after that, the third horseman, it would lead to the fourth horseman, which is when you stonewall your partner. And that's when, like, the hanging up happens. This is when you talk to your partner and they don't, respond back to you like they're so emotionally disengaged because of all this the cycle that's been happening and that when you speak to each other you're not responding you're just kind of shutting them off that's stonewalling so it goes from criticism to contempt to defensiveness to stonewalling and now that you now that we identify like what the four horsemen are one of the things that we can do is figure out like what is the root? What is the root of this problem? And what we can do to prevent the four horsemen from 
infiltrating our relationship, we have to find out what the root the root is. And the root is the criticism. How can we stop the criticism um, right at the get-go? By establishing our relationship on a f- solid friendship. Because if you think about this, let's talk about if your partner is not your best friend and you have another best friend or someone that you're really close with, a family member that you can confide in, someone that you respect, that you honor, like, do you criticize them? Do you say, like, what's wrong with you? Like, you always do this. You never do this. And you use these absolute statements when conversating with the person that you admire, that you honor, that you you trust, that you respect? Probably not. I know I don't. And why is it that we have, like, these really strong friendships, but when we're into in our intimate relationships, we have a hard time being able to treat our partner with the honor, the dignity, the respect that they deserve. But instead, we we have these four horsemen that infiltrate our relationship and just makes things not productive at all. So some things, if you are struggling with this right now and you're, you're getting into this perpetual cycle, I'm going to challenge you to find what that root is. And that root is making sure your relationship is built on the solid fo- foundation of a friendship, not just an intimate relationship, but on a friendship. Understand that you are your best friends. You are on each other's team. You are not there to to hurt each other. You're both working together. You're both on on the same team. And when you start seeing your relationship, your friendship in that way, that's when it gets powerful because we know that there's nothing that we should criticize our partner for if we know that they're they're on my side. But for some reason we like it doesn't click in our mind and we get into this conflict. So some things that you can do if you struggle with this is number 1 accept your partner's personality with the flaws and everything. I mean this is what you're going to experience in your future marriage. You're going to start to see things that don't resonate with you about your partner. You're going to discover some weird things that they do and it's not going to be all fun all the time to be honest but we have to understand that this is god-given characteristics this is the god-given personality that god made my partner in his image and likeness and we need to love them for who they are so number one again accepting your partial your partner's personality and flaws because you know you have your own as well. And another thing that you can start doing is really being intentional about cultivating fondness and admiration in your relationship. And one way is to scan and like always be intentional about reflecting on the positive qualities of your partner and appreciating that. And not just keeping it to yourself, but vocalizing it to your partner. Making it a habit each and every day to find something that you can appreciate your partner for and vocalizing it to them. I think that is really powerful. That will help you to continue to build on that friendship level in your relationship. That will help you to to grow 
in fondness, in admiration, in upholding each other's dignity, when you are seeing the positive qualities and not having to get so caught up in their flaws, because we all have our own flaws. We all are imperfect. But there are traits that initially attracted you to your partner that you should not become blinded from from all the conflict that you experience in your relationship. So again, it takes a lot of intentionality and it's hard, but this is just one habit that you can start building if you're struggling if you're struggling with this. So, if you are in a relationship where you have this type of conflict, you go through this cycle of criticism to contempt, to defensiveness, to stonewalling your partner, and you're not married, I'm going to challenge you to find a way to make sure you break through this pattern before entering into your vocation. Why? Because when you enter marriage, the problems that you're experiencing right now is just amplified. It gets worse unless you fix it before entering into your vocation. Remember, the devil places so much stress and wants to destroy your marriage and he'll do everything that he can. So if you're married, if you're if you enter into your marriage with not a, a solid friendship foundation, solid relationship foundation that is built on it, it's going to be very difficult. So if you catch yourself in this perpetual cycle and having a hard time to figure out how to stop it when it happens, or maybe you, you don't, maybe you don't fall into this perpetual cycle, but you might want to be equipped with the skills to effectively identify to manage the conflict like a pro. So you don't have to be trapped into this visual, uh, this vicious and destructive cycle of the four horsemen. If so, then we invite you to join us in our group coaching program. Um, our next one is going to be opening up on January 11th, and we haven't opened up the the doors yet to register for this, but you can put your name on our wi- on our uh, waiting list. And we'll make sure we get back in contact with you and we'll let you know the details of how you can join us in our next group coaching program. This is where we talk about the frameworks that will help you manage the conflict when it happens in a way that you're upholding each other's dignity and that you are not falling into this vicious cycle of what we're talking about. The criticism, the contempt, the defensiveness, the stonewalling. If you're experiencing any of that in your relationship, now is the time to take action, take responsibility, and be equipped with the skills to manage it in a way to uphold each other's dignity. Why? Because God calls you to do that. He doesn't call you to an unhealthy relationship. He doesn't call you to an unhealthy marriage. He calls you to greatness. And greatness takes an investment of your time, your energy, in learning these skills. So again, join us in our group coaching program if this resonates with you at all by going to journeytomarriage.com slash coaching. Again, it's journeytomarriage.com slash coaching. With that being said, praying for all of you holy couples on your journey to marriage. Take care and God bless.